You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Hello there, what it do, how are you, and welcome to episode 26 of Above the Nest with Ratio, brought to you by SB Nation and Bleeding Green Nation. It's a great day to talk football, that is Eagles football, of course, and I'm your host, Rachel Prevet, getting you hip very quick to what's happening. The Eagles took their first L of the season in the week two home opener against the 49ers, falling 17 to 11, and it was a very, very disappointing loss because of, first and foremost, many missed opportunities. I think we can all agree that one of the biggest missed opportunities was the four-play sequence, including the Philly special, at first and goal, where the Eagles were not able to score. This was completely unacceptable, and the Eagles should have been able to score at the one-yard line, period. Next, I would say, was Jalen Hurts' 36-yard touchdown pass to wide receiver Jalen Rager. The pass was literally perfect. It was right on target, but it was called back because Jalen Rager stepped out of bounds prior to making the catch. I think both examples are huge determining factors and definitely could have been game changers. The Eagles definitely took themselves out of this game, but I do have much respect for Nick Sirianni, who took accountability for his play-calling decisions in the post-game presser. I think one thing we do have to remember is that he is a first-time head coach, and maybe he was still on high from the Week 1 victory, and he tried to get a little too fancy. So hopefully it's a lesson learned. He sticks to what works well, especially going into this Week 3 game against the Cowboys. One thing that I would like them to bring back is definitely utilizing the tight ends because we know that they're able to execute and we did not see that in the week two game because they, you know, pretty much took them out of the offensive scheme. They both, Dallas Goddard and Zach Ertz, had really quiet performances. So that's something that we don't want to see moving forward, especially when we know what they're capable of. But another reason that the 49ers loss was very disappointing is because of two contributors that suffered from major injuries. Defensive end Brandon Graham will be out for the remainder of the season because of an Achilles tear. This is a huge loss for the Birds. We hate to see it. And offensive guard Brandon Brooks also suffered a pectoral strain, but Nick Sirianni did stress that he will not be out for the entire season. He will just miss at least three games. Both players have been placed on injured reserve. So now what? Who should be in line to replace both of these heavy hitters? Well, I guess we should expect to see Josh Sweat, Derek Barnett, and Ryan Kerrigan in line for increased snaps. Teron Jackson also is going to be expected to play a little more as a fourth defensive end. And we could also expect to see Milton Williams used out on the edge a little bit more like in preseason. 
On top of the injuries, tight end Zach Ertz was recently placed on the reserve COVID-19 list due to testing positive. But tight end Richard Rodgers was signed to the practice squad while center Harry Kreider was released to make room for him. And as if things couldn't get any worse, starting left tackle Jordan Mailata did not practice on Friday after suffering a knee sprain at the end of practice on Wednesday. Mike Garofolo tweeted out, Indications are Eagles left tackle Jordan Mailata, knee, won't play Monday against the Cowboys and it'll be Andre Dillard in his spot. Sources say Mailata's absence shouldn't be a long-term thing though. So with Jordan Mailata out, 2019 first round pick Andre Dillard will be in place to start. Andre Dillard hasn't started a game since November 24th, 2019, which was a 17-3 home loss to Seattle, where Dillard played just 34% of the Birds' offensive snaps. And on Tuesday evening, the Eagles officially announced a few more roster moves, including they signed offensive guard Jack Anderson from the Buffalo Bills practice squad. And they also signed cornerback Craig James, offensive guard Sua Opeta, safety Elijah Riley, and defensive tackle Marvin Wilson to the practice squad where they received practice squad protections. Let's get into the Monday night football rivalry matchup between the Eagles and the Dallas Cowboys. The game is scheduled for Monday, September 27th at 8.15 p.m. in Dallas. Heading into this matchup, both teams are 1-1, but the Eagles are the underdogs. The Eagles really need to win this game because their performance in this matchup, in my opinion, sets the tone for one, determining whether or not they're really, truly an NFC East contender, and also determining the vibes of the team as they prepare for these next few weeks. Following this game, they have a stretch of really tough matchups. So it would be nice to be coming off of a victory so that, you know, the energy is high and, you know, the vibes are just right. They play the Chiefs on Sunday, October 3rd, followed by the Panthers on October 10th. Then they play the Buccaneers on October 14th, the Raiders on October 24th, the Lions October 31st, the Chargers November 7th, the Broncos, number November 14th, the Saints, November 21st, before wrapping up the regular season with back-to-back division matchups, with the exception of the Jets that are in the mix within those last few weeks. The Cowboys, like I mentioned, are 1-1 one one coming off of a road victory over the Chargers 20-17. to And here are just a few of the takeaways from that game and concerns for the Eagles to take note of as they're preparing. Cowboys rookie pass rusher Micah Parsons is definitely a threat. He went from middle linebacker to edge rusher when Demarcus Lawrence broke his foot and his pass rush resulted in eight hurries, four QB hits, and a sack against the Chargers. Offensive coordinator Kellen Moore has been leaning on Tony Pollard a great deal in his running game and he's actually been looking really, really good. He had 109 yards on 13 carries against the Chargers. And we already know that they have some heavy hitting wide receivers. Uh, C.D. Lamb, who is definitely an explosive player. Amari Cooper and Cedric Wilson has been getting reps in place of Michael Gallup. 
But the Cowboys' weakness is definitely the cornerback group. Trayvon Diggs has been the only the only cornerback to really inspire confidence so far. And so that's something that the Eagles need to capitalize on. They need to take advantage of that with their players, Devontae Smith, and with players like Quez Watkins. The Philadelphia Eagles injury report on Friday. Fletcher Cox, Jordan Mailata, and Boston Scott did not participate. Jason Kelsey, Rodney McLeod, and Davion Taylor had limited participation. And J.J. Ortega-Whiteside, Hassan Ridgway, and Miles Sanders had full participation. The Dallas Cowboys injury report on Friday. Dorrance Armstrong, Ty Neske, Donovan Wilson, and Carlos Watkins did not participate. Amari Cooper and Simi Fajoko had full participation. Also to note that Cowboys are missing, like I mentioned, Demarcus Lawrence, Neville Gallimore, Carlos Watkins, Dorrance Armstrong, and Ine on the defensive line. They're also going to get Randy Gregory back. Now, because this week's game falls on a Monday, the Eagles and the Cowboys will issue their final injury reports on Saturday morning. But that is going to be a wrap for episode 26 of Above the Nest with the Rachel. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget, like always, to tap into all the BGN content on the feed. There's a new BGN radio episode, NFC East Mixtape, the QB Factory Reboot. Um, earlier this week, I interviewed six-time Pro Bowler and defensive tackle Fletcher Cox, and both the podcast and the YouTube video are available. There should be a new Eye on the Enemy out early Saturday morning. There's also a new Odds and End Zones, which is also live. And the Eagles play their Week 3 Monday Night Football rivalry matchup in Dallas against the Cowboys on Monday, September 27th at 8.15 p.m. And we're going to have the live instant reaction show after the game, like always. So make sure you guys tune in for that because Aton and Jess have been killing it. So yeah, but as always, thank you for listening. We are so very grateful for you guys and don't you ever forget it. None of this would be possible without you guys. You know, if you're feeling, you know, really nice or generous, you know, share an episode with a friend or a loved one, but we do appreciate it. All of the constant support, all of the constant engagement. You guys are phenomenal. Have a wonderful weekend and we out. Support for this show comes from Fundrise. Buy low, sell high. It's easy to say, hard to do. For example, high interest rates are crushing the real estate market right now. Demand is dropping and prices are falling, even for many of the best assets. It's no wonder the Fundrise flagship fund plans to go on a buying spree, expanding its billion-dollar real estate portfolio over the next few months. You can add the Fundrise flagship fund to your portfolio in just minutes and with as little as $10 by visiting Fundrise.com Fox. Carefully consider the investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses of the Fundrise flagship fund before investing. This and other information can be found in the fund's prospectus at Fundrise.com flagship. This is a paid advertisement. Support for this podcast came from SAS. Data is everything. And now everything is data which means more to process, more to analyze. And now more than ever, speed to answers matters. So how do you produce those answers as fast as the world produces data? With SAS VIA, the quickest way from a billion points of data to a point of view. It's a more productive data and AI platform that helps you get more done. Learn more today at sas.com VIYA.